0: Get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet, get paid for your pet. What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid For Your Pad. I'm Josefa Kapadia and I'm here with Jasper Rivers, Jasper how's it going?
1: Hey man, it's going well, it's still Brazil.
0: Still in Brazil, still partying it up, living the life. I think you're in Porto Alegre now, Porto Alegro? Yes, that's right, All the way in the south,
1: and it's freaking
0: hot down here. Well, that's nice. I'm in LA, it's a very moderate 65, 70 degrees, so cool. Warm weather, always a good thing, but our guest today is not in the warm weather or the moderate weather. He's in the blistering cold out in Chicago, a city where me and Jasper actually met uh, back in 2008 one of our favorite cities in the world, one of my favorite cities for sure. And he's got a super, super interesting story. He's an entrepreneur on the move doing all sorts of cool stuff and a growing Airbnb host. And I'm going to let him tell you his whole story. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Anwar to the show. Anwar, how's it going?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Welcome. Welcome. And so you live in Chicago, which, as I mentioned, that's where me and Jasper first met. I was there for my time during law school. I love the city. Are you born and raised in Chicago?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much born and raised here. Um, My parents came here in the 70s and uh, got married. And, you know, me and my brother just, you know, born and raised on the north side in Rogers Park. Actually, I'm I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, where that is. It's on the north side.
0: Okay. Awesome. So before we jump into all the cool Airbnb stuff that you've been doing, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your history in business, because it's very fascinating all the things that you've done, and uh, let, let's start there.
2: Um, well, um, I, you know, I, I started off having a love and passion for music. Um, you know, little history on my you know, my teenage years. I was I was a DJ, and you know, I was. You know, I was interproducing, making beats, and things like that. And um, you know, I, uh, I and I was really like interested in uh, entrepreneurship as well. So um, my dad's from Pakistan, and it's a funny story. I went over there, and uh, you know, it was a good trip and a bad trip as well because it was good because I got to see my family and stuff like that. But it was bad because I really seen how like people were living out there and the poverty, and you know, it got me a little sad. And I was like, man, these guys these people out here, you know, they got it pretty bad. We, we got it made in, in the States, you know, like I need to take advantage of that. And, so, and you
0: know, just, just to jump in, I'm, I'm Indian. I had the exact same experience when my parents first took me to Mumbai. It's really overwhelming. Oh. So I totally, totally understand. All
2: oh, right. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you know, you would see like, you know, babies, you know, Sweet. living on the, on the floor. Like it was just really like mind blowing and shocking. And I've been there before, but seeing it as a, as a 20-year-old, as a I was just, you know, overwhelmed with it. So, you know, I, I was there for like two weeks and I said, man, when I get back, I'm going to th- definitely do something. I don't care what it is because, you know, if I'm not taking advantage of the opportunities that we have, you know, in this country, then, you know, we might as well just hang it all up. And, you know, and, and we, should, we should take advantage of it because these people don't have the opportunity. At the end of the day, uh, I just opened up uh, this store called The Basement, which was um, basically like a hip hop like lifestyle shop, uh, you know, focusing on music and and, and and clothing and things like that. So we opened up shop um, 2002. I was 20 years old and with a credit card and a couple of savings that I had. I was actually working at The Gap <laughs> during this time. But after that, I opened up another store in the Lincolnwood Mall. It was like a little stand selling CDs. And then after that, I opened another one up. In the North Riverside Mall, which is on the west side of Chicago. So after the, the the third store, I, that's when I got into the real estate market. And, um, I seen a building in, uh, in Wicker Park. And, um, I just, it said for sale by owner. So I just called the owner and said, Hey, how much do you want for it? And he said, Um, you know, I want whatever, whatever, you know, he, he told me at that time. And I said, Okay. At that point, things were going okay. But then, you know, the economy crashed and I started, you know, letting go of a couple of stores. I sold one and and closed the other two. So I was basically left with one. And then in 2012, I just, um, basically just closed it up because it was 10 years I was doing it and I was kind of like, kind of over it. I was tired. 2014, I opened up, um, a gallery, an art gallery called the box. And that's where, uh, I started um uh, doing the Airbnb thing.
1: And, and how did you find out about Airbnb?
2: Okay, so a funny story. So, um before I opened up the gallery, which was around um January, I was driving for Uber. My brother started driving for Uber and he referred me and he started um and I just started driving. And um I picked up somebody at um I'm just, I think it was I think it was downtown somewhere, but I picked them up and you know, he was telling me about this thing called Airbnb and I said, You know, what is that? And he's like, Oh, this is this is a thing that I'm doing, man, it's great. You know, he's like, I quit my job and everything. I'm like, Well, what is it? He said, Yeah, you know, people want to come and, and live in a nice loft in Chicago for, for a couple of days. I I, I rent to my loft and, and they they pay me for it. I was like, Really? I was like, That's interesting And um and at, and at this time I was in uh I was in a transition with my um with my with my roommate, and uh, I had told him about it. I told him that you know I put up a Craigslist ad to uh, try to get another try to get a roommate because my roommate bailed on me. So he was like, "Nah, man, what are you doing?" He's like, "Don't do that." He's like, "Sign up for Airbnb right away." He's like, "I started off with mine. Whenever somebody wants to live in my place, I stay at my girlfriend's house, and then when, then I put my girlfriend's listing up. So then he told me that he he leased out a space just." Just for Airbnb. So now, basically, he has three listings, and he's like, "Yeah, I make like seven Gs a month, and all I do is write." Because he was a writer for, I think he wrote for the Tribune, and um, and he all he did all he did was write for them, and does his own writing as well. So, so he's the one that got me like excited about it. I took his number down, and um, a week later, I'm signed off for Airbnb. Um, I didn't even take up, I, I didn't even have any furniture in in my in my second bedroom that my roommate uh was occupying. So I just took the picture of the of the room, put it up, and put a really low price. I think I put it for like twenty nine dollars. And I said, let me see what happens. A day later, I get a booking and the money's and it was I, I didn't even know like what insta booking was or anything like that. But the money was already in my account within the next day. So I was like shocked. Like, wow, this is really happening. Like I really have I think it was like a hundred something dollars I had in, in the bank account the next day. And then, um, so with the money, I, I went and go, I went down the street to my, uh, furniture store and I just bought a, a, a full size bed, some sheets. And then, uh, met up with the guy. I didn't even know how to do it. So I ended up meeting him at a, at a McDonald's parking lot. And he was new to Airbnb too. So we were both like, <laughs> kind of like, you know, shocked on like how to, how, how this is working and how to actually do it. But I just met him up at a parking lot, and I said, "Well, here go the keys. Here's the address. Make yourself at home." <laughs> and um, ever since that day, it's it's been uh, it's been a big part of my life ever since.
0: So you basically started off with the recommendation. You rented out your spare bedroom in your listing, and for pre- just quick preview for all the listeners out there. Your business your Airbnb gris, business has, has grown exponentially. So why don't you tell us how many listings do you have now?
2: Right. So I so l- l- let me see. So in um so I ha- I signed my lease in March. And then my roommate bailed on me in like June. So yeah, so around June 4th, I believe, is when I put my first listing up. And that was that was my spare bedroom. And yeah, that was one. And now about like 7 months later I have Fourteen list, fourteen listings
0: total. Wow, that's crazy! In seven months, that's insane. And tell tell us about the listings. So, are they are they kind of spread throughout Chicago? Because we know we know Chicago pretty well. Are they kind of spread throughout? Are they localized? And you know, how did you how did you choose them?
2: Yeah, well, it was it was pretty uh like like I said, I, w- I was pretty new to it. So I was I wasn't too familiar with the with Airbnb yet. You know, in June, and again, I opened up my gallery at the same time, so I was more like focused on the gallery. But then, like, I would keep getting these uh, these inquiries and and these bookings, you know, through the uh, through my first listing. So that came about. And mind you, when I had my um my gallery, I owned the building, so um, I had a, I have an apartment upstairs from the gallery, and but at this point, you know, I just had regular tenants there, just regular lease, you know, they were paying me. I think like two thousand a month for it was like a four bedroom for and they were giving me like I think like nineteen hundred or two thousand I forgot but um so they were giving me that and I, I didn't even think about it but then once I like started getting more and more into it you know their lease was up in like September or or September October so I I, I did the math and I said man if imagine if how well I'm doing with the spare bedroom what if I were to rent you know rent out this four bedroom as airbnb so that's kind of like where the listings come from it's not really like i have all these properties all over the place it's basically it's you know it's a four bedroom which i rent out as as a one listing and then i rent out the room separately um in the same listing so so technically it's you know it's five five or six listings are you know basically in the same place so that's why is it
1: hard to is it hard to manage that
2: you know what? It, it, it is. I'm not gonna lie. It's definitely a challenge, and you definitely it definitely is your undivided attention. Uh, if if it wasn't for you know for my wife and me and, and my and my mom that helps a lot, I, I, I would I would not be like. And I still like drop the ball sometimes, you know, because it's really hard to manage like all these all these different guests, you know, and to make them happy. That's 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 the main thing, you know. And so far, I've been I've been pretty lucky, and I I got a lot of great guests, but there, there's still, a, you know, the few that are, you know, that, you know, aren't, you know, you can't make everybody happy. That's, that's, that's what I learned.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if you're managing that many listings, then, you know, you're, you're almost like a, like an apartment rental uh, business that you're running. You know, it's, it's, it sounds like a full-time job to me.
2: Yeah, for, for real. I mean, it, it actually took off and you no, know, I, I didn't even have time to even, you know, cause I, like I said, I was doing the gallery. I was you no. Know, now I'm doing Airbnb, and you know. But remember, I was doing the Uber before that, so you know I had these three little, three hustles I was doing, and um, you know, and I didn't want to lose lose track of any of them because all of them were pretty important. But you know, with Airbnb, it's uh-huh. it's really important because you would have to really pay attention on, on, on your guests that are there because you know if, if they're not happy or if you're not you're not if you're not there for them at the time that they uh that they need you then there goes your ratings there goes your reviews and you know but i feel like for being new and for for it being like something that i haven't done i I feel like we've uh we've set up something really good and you know definitely room to improve but
1: um. what's cool about your listings is it's uh you have like all these different type of listings i see you have an underground man cave and game room. I see graffiti, bridge bunk bed, um, right. a, a sports lounge, an art gallery. So how's that going? How, because you know most people they they have you know either a private room or you know apartments or a house. But um, but you can you can list uh, you know any type of, of space, of course. And, and you've got some interesting spaces. So how, how does that go? Is that going well?
2: Yeah, it's actually uh it's great. It's just um just managing it is is it's the only, the only issue sometimes, you know. Uh with the graffiti uh bridge room, it was basically, you know, I had a it was a four bedroom apartment and I basically had a back I had a back enclosed porch and I said that, and there was a, there was a point, you know, during Lollapalooza which was kind of like where I got this idea. It were, there was just so many people and so many inquiries that I had turned down and I said, "Man, you know, if I had another had some more space i could probably you know i could have booked that during during this time and and then the light bulb went on and and i said i looked at i went to my back porch and i said man just you could put something in here i'm not sure if it'll be a bedroom but so um i I know i i I thought about just putting a bunk bed in there you know like a bunk bed futon kind of kind of thing that that i seen and i said i could put that there and then the walls were really like raw and like not really finished and i said you know, I know all the graffiti guys all over the city. So I said, you know, I, it's one phone call to just come and they'll they'll paint it. You know, I will just give them the paint, and they would love to, you know, showcase their you know their work anywhere. So I made a phone call. He came, one of my guys, Hugo Garcia. He came and he just blessed me with some some nice art. And I said, hey, you know, why not just you know stick to what I know and and just call it graf- you know graffiti bridge, you know it's a classic movie and also it's just something funky to, to attract, you know, the kind of people that I want to hear, you know, know, more younger and more people that are, you know, into art and things like that. So that's why I kind of like called it that. And it's been a hit ever since because I can sleep three people in there, two on the, two on the bottom, one on the top. So this is kind of like for the budget traveler, that's not really, though it doesn't want to spend too much money, but still can, can get a, Can get a good shower and and get a good night's night's sleep and it's actually a very comfortable uh bed too i slept in there a couple of times and uh yeah that's that's been pretty much that's been a hit actually because you know a lot of people uh come in groups and if you could fit three people for 39 dollars, i mean it's kind of like a no-brainer you know and uh the area that i'm in is just it's a perfect area to be in, in in the city
0: that's that's really cool. It's interesting because if you think about the concept behind Airbnb, as well as Uber UberX, uh, to a degree, it's kind of about using the resources that are available to you that are just sort of sitting there not being used and letting other people take advantage of it who can use it or need it. And so uh, yeah, that's fantastic. When, when you first, I wanted to jump back to the four bedroom unit that you mentioned before that you were renting out for about 1900 a month. Yeah. When you eventually got your listing, the Airbnb listing for that location into full swing, what was the income differential?
2: Oh man, it was dramatic, and and I don't even charge that much, but it was still like at least you know triple, triple that, you know. Awesome. And that was even like, and and the thing is I like about it too is you get to keep an eye on on your property, you know, for the property owners out there because before you know it was just signed off to to a, to a tenant and. When these people left, these people really like messed up this apartment. You know, they had dogs up there and, and the smell. And I did a lot of big rehab re, uh, rehab into this place because of how they left it. So now like that I have it on Airbnb, I get to watch it now. I get to fix things that need to be fixed and I get to upgrade what I want want need to be upgraded. But yeah, I like the fact that I get to be upstairs sometimes to, to look at the place and make sure that, nothing's going on up there and yeah and and the money is definitely a lot better too
0: that's a really good point as well because when you're when you're doing the listings let's say you have people stay for three five seven days whatever it, it is but that's right in between those stays, you're constantly coming in you can do maintenance you can do a spot check you can see what's going on and and we've talked to other hosts too that have said Another interesting fact about it is usually, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, it seems to be the case that usually the short-term tenants tend to treat your place better than the long-term tenants. And, and that's, I think, for two reasons. One, because they actually, it's not, when you actually rent a place long-term, it feels like it's your place. You're, you're more likely to mistreat it, which is unfortunate but true. Um, yeah. And the second reason is most people that come on a short-term basis are not coming to be in your apartment all the time. They're coming to explore the city and do something like go to Lollapalooza or, or something like that. So the amount of time they actually spend in the unit is more or less limited to sleeping.
2: No, exactly. No, definitely. It's, uh, yeah, it's just been, like, been, been like overwhelming. And I was listening to one of your podcasts the other, the other day and it was somebody there and he was just like talking about Airbnb, like, wow, like what, what, what a difference Airbnb makes for people like, you know, and, and, and I was looking at my at my girl, and I was like, "Man, it's right. Like, what what would we do without Airbnb? Because to be honest, this is like, this kind of like saved our saved our life, kind of man. Because you know, it's, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you the numbers in uh, privately, but man, this has really been benefiting us like financially, you know. And it's like, if I don't know what I would do if I didn't have it you know what i'm saying and for sure it's, it's just a beautiful day
0: we've talked to we've talked to other hosts as well who kind of were laid off or going through some financial difficulty and they all say the same thing it was uh, glenn cooley who's a big host in los angeles he had he has kind of the exact same similar story uh really quickly i, I you did mention that running the 14 listings is pretty time it's pretty time intensive can you just give us an estimate As far as how many hours per week you devote to managing your listings, responding to people, et cetera.
2: Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm going to be honest. So I was driving for Uber and um, it came to a point where I wasn't even like driving anymore. So I I think like two weeks ago, they they, they just, they, they told me that um, they're going to discontinue my, uh, my partnership with them. And I was like, what? And yeah. So basically because I don't drive enough, um with them that they're going to terminate our our uh, our relationship so basically i can't drive for uber anymore so which was a good thing and a bad thing good thing because now i can focus more on airbnb but still you know for them to be like that way it was was pretty uh, i was was pretty upset with them you know because it's good to have that 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 backup just in case so i mean it just goes to show you how they are and i'm i wouldn't I wouldn't recommend using them and I'm pretty upset with them. So as far as Uber is concerned, our relationship is done, but at the same time, um, it's given me so much uh, time to focus on this. So now, and this has recently happened. So now I pretty much wake up in the morning and this is all I do is check the listings, make sure everything is correct on the, on the, on the manuals. and If anything's updated, you know, put, put it on the, you know, put it on the listing and you know, it's, it's very hard to, to, uh, focus on 14 listings you know but somebody's got to do it you know and kind of like a one-man army doing it but you know my mom helps me um you know clean the clean the places which is a big help and uh, my girl helps me do the same thing but when it comes to like the actual managing like it's all me so i'm sure you guys know that's that's a job in its own
1: i mean to absolutely to, respond and I actually, huh? to be honest with you i think I think your uh, your termination with Uber might actually be a blessing in disguise because I think if you have 14 listings and you really focus on that you can uh you can probably significantly improve your results.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, you know, it might be a blessing in disguise because, you know, exactly. Like I was you know, cuz I, I would I would I would I would drop the ball sometimes with the Airbnb. 14 listings is a lot. I don't have, you no know, employees, you know, anymore and um, it's just all me and I want to be very uh, careful I'm, who's doing it. So that's why I kind of do everything myself. Right. You you have to be very, uh, you have to be on it, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, checking in people and making sure they got everything they need. So Uh yeah, that's what I was thinking, putting more you know, focusing more on, on this and, you know, yeah, it's less work really driving around all day. You know, it takes up a lot of time.
1: (laughs) Are you aware of like the, the, the startups that have recently, um been popping up everywhere that can help you with your management for example there's there's guest which you can do they uh they can do the messaging for you and then there's a couple of companies like beyond pricing who can help you set uh an optimal pricing for your listing and there's some there's some companies out there who even completely take over all your listings and manage it for you have you considered using them
2: yeah you know what I actually did i that's how kind of like how I found out about it was through you guys but um to be honest with you guessy was i don't I don't really recommend it I mean I don't know maybe it's not for me but um you know i would I would I would try to use them I thought it'd be ideal for me because of of uh of all the listings that I had but you know I felt like they weren't really too responsive with you know they weren't they wouldn't respond to my um to my guests in a timely manner and it was just like well I might as well just do it myself and and um the one thing I did like about it is they have I guess the software that kind of puts puts all the listings together like for instance for my four bedroom yeah. uh, for my four bedroom place um if somebody books you know room 1 and and room 2 but and then they want and then somebody wants to rent the whole place out like they have they have the they have the software that doesn't let that happen so there's no double bookings so that's the only thing that I liked about them, but again, I didn't, I didn't feel like they were really beneficial. Not and it didn't really cost me any money either, but it was just kind of like a waste of time. I think I did try it, but I don't think it was, it was made for me. Uh, and beyond pricing, I, I actually do use that, and um, you know, it's it's hit or miss here and there. You know, sometimes you get bookings, sometimes you don't, but. You know, I'm. I'm trying. I know. I listen. I bought your book, and you guys have a great book. And you know, uh, I listen to the audio book as well. I make my girl listen to it too, even though she hates it. But I force her to listen to it. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's it's definitely something that uh, we listen to, and we, we, we listen to your podcast all the time just to get just try. You know, I always try to improve myself, or what I could do better. And um, again, I tried. I tried those little things, but. Yeah, I don't I don't think Guesty's right uh for me anyway. Maybe maybe for like somebody that with less listings maybe, or something like that, or that's very busy, has other things going on. But maybe, maybe, maybe in the future they'll maybe improve their response time or so
1: let's
2: like,
0: let this is what I'd love to know for from somebody like you who's constantly looking to improve and learning about what's out there. What would you let and let's pretend now you're the guy, you're the Uber passenger, right? Who's giving, who's letting people know about Airbnb and somebody's out there saying, all right, I think I want to start. What is your top advice or top few pieces of advice for somebody who's right about to jump into the game and get going?
2: Man, my, my first thing is sign up ASAP. Like I couldn't stress it more. Like sign up today. Don't wait. Don't wait. Like I was, I, I was kind of mad at my cousin because I was telling her to do it she lives in uh she lives on the west side like in berwin but still you know it's you know you would never know where people want to want to stay you know and she has a spare bedroom and she was telling me about she had some problems and this and that and i said listen do sign up for airbnb right now like here's my computer just do it get started get that get your take that first step you know because the longer you wait and the longer you, you know it takes you know other things pop up and, you know, it just, you don't never get around to it. But believe me, once you take that first step, that's, that's what you have to do because, you know, I, I talked to so many people regarding this and they're like, oh, I would never have someone, someone in my house and this and that. And next thing you know, they're doing it too. You know, because I, you know, I, I, I convinced them and now they're making a, an honest living doing it. So it was just like, you know, you just got to take that first step and just, you know, sign up first, you know, and then eventually you'll 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 learn how to how to manage it like the way the way you you know you you feel comfortable doing doing it
1: and do you have any any fun experiences like any crazy stories because you you must have had a lot of guests with so many listings what's uh what's the most remarkable guest that you've had or the most remarkable experience
2: uh i wouldn't say re- remarkable i mean i uh there was one there was one last month that you know i, I ran out my uh by the way i ran out my gallery as a airbnb uh, listing as well mm-hmm. so um so one thing i was i was pretty- pr- uh proud to be a part of um we we did a surprise like engagement at our place where like uh one of the guests invited all his um family and friends from both sides and and like he and then like they walked in through like, cause my 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 um my gallery is um like a hidden gallery. You have to come through the alley, so it's kind of like a hidden speakeasy kind of concept. So they came in and then everybody's you know screamed surprise and and it, it was just like it was it was pretty like fulfilling to like be a part of that you know because you know you, you know now you're now you're a part of someone's history and and, and uh-huh. areas and that was just, that was that was that was pretty special to me. 'Cause it was mm-hmm. like without without us it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been that way. So that was mm-hmm. cool. And then yeah, just all kinds of stories, you know. Um uh, one time with Lollapalooza when that was going on, like I ended up um it was like a couple that, that came and I ended up like giving them a ride to Lollapalooza and then um me and my friends ended up going to Lollapalooza and we ended up seeing each other there and like we ended up partying together like randomly. It was just that was funny. <laughs> so yeah, Airbnb mm-hmm. is definitely a lot of a uh, of cool experiences but those are those two are like the most memorable because we actually like you know bonded and hung out oh one more person is my old this guy luke that um he uh he had like have was was having like some problems with his wife or something so he needed a place to stay for a couple of weeks and you know he's he's pretty depressed guy you know but um man Lo and behold, like, you know, we got to know him and my wife cheered cheered him up, invited him to the gallery and invited him to some events and brought his spirits up. And, you know, he, he got out of depression. He started like, you know, dating other people. And it was just like, wow, you know, like such a, um, such a life-changing experience for, for the guy, you know, and for us too, because we were there to help him in in, uh, such a crucial part in his, in his life. And, now he's like got his own place and he's, you know, he's getting a divorce and stuff, but he's, he's seeing other other people. And, but yeah, we, you know, we brought him from a depression. to like, you know, to a, to a happy state. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, Amor, thank you so much uh, for for sharing your story. It's a, it's a really cool story. Um, you, you mentioned you have an art gallery. Do you, do you have a website for that? Or is there somewhere where people, people can check it out?
2: Yeah, it's called The Box Chicago um and um the the website is theboxchicago.com. It's a you know, it's a it's a contemporary urban gallery focused more on like aerosol on graffiti art and street art and um yeah, it's been going it's been going very well and uh yeah, come check it out. You have to come through the alley to come in. It's 1415 North Ashland. It's in uh, Wicker Park in Chicago.
1: Awesome. Well, for everybody who's planning on going to Chicago, uh, we'll we'll add all of Amor's uh, listing to the to the show notes. And if you're interested in art, then uh, I think it would definitely be cool to to stay at one of his places. So again, thank you so much, and thanks everybody for listening. And uh, if you want to know more about Airbnb hosting, of course you can go to getpaidforyourpad.com. And we'll also have all the show notes there at getpaidforyourpad.com for podcast. And of course, we uh, have our book available on Amazon. It's on Kindle. It's in, it's also on print. So uh, it's uh, it's it's easy to buy there. You can get the audiobook for free as well. So lots of places, lots of information. And of course, every Monday and Thursday we have another episode going live. So keep this... Uh, Keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll see you next time. Get paid for your
0: pet, Get paid for your pet, Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.